0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 315 of the Saturn Studs podcast. I'm Kurt, joined once again this week by my dissociative co hosts, Peter and Jake. <laughs> Correct, Kurt.
1: Um, we got no time to waste here, so we'll just get it right off the bat. This is the baseball cap edition of the cast. Um, it has 360 degrees of fashion. Wear it any di- wear it any direction.
0: And point, point to, the way I towards did, your own future. I had to think for a second. I'm like, are we all wearing baseball caps? I'm like, I don't think I'm wearing a hat right now. <laughs> and then I look at I, you guys, no one's
2: wearing a hat right now. I was I'm like, that's a hat. bucket hat or a beanie. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> that's a, it's a vector hat. Cause it
1: has direction and magnitude. It does.
2: It does. Yeah.
1: I want, Oh, Ooh, I have a craving. <laughs> That's a weird <laughs> way to describe it. I have a craving for a baseball cap with like a foot long brim out in front.
2: I mean, I thought you were going to say like a baseball cap Sunday. Like they have like a bowl made that shaped like a baseball. Oh, yeah. cap I mean, there's always
0: a f- crowd pleaser. Yeah. Yep.
2: God, we love those. We stand those baseball caps on days, especially when you just let it melt and then you just
1: tilt the whole thing <laughs> like oh funnel. yes funnel,
2: and then you then you wear it. Or if you don't finish it soon enough, your bully comes by and flips that bad boy right in your head prematurely. Unless and you you're, got ice unless cream you're Harvey Korman
1: from the ho- Star Wars holiday special, in which case your mouth is already on your head, so it's just <laughs> easy eating. Y'all remember that normally. that one alien yes. from, from the Star Wars yes. Holidays. Special? <laughs> of B course Arthur you. pours a drink pours a pitcher of water into Harvey Corman's head. <laughs> How he could I forget? Up.
2: <laughs> that sentence is accurate. <laughs> it's not wrong much to our chagrin. B and of there. course as always we're coming at you live from the windy deserts of Egypt where we are surprisingly getting electricity Thanks, Nikola Tesla. We set up a wireless transmitter out in, uh, you know, the big the big old city of Egypt. <laughs> the windy you know, city like, of Egypt. The, the main city. They call city, it the land of the lakes. The big falafel. <laughs> the big... <laughs> that old Delta over there, Triangle you know. Town. Y'all know what I'm <laughs> talking about. And they uh, they're, they're piping over electricity. We're getting them on here, and we're able to record right out in the middle of the desert on a dune. Looking up across the desert, I see some camels. Hey, you, did know, you, dude? you know, say dune. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my cue? The Mongolian throat singers. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> fucking <numb. laughs> Uh, <laughs> there are fucking uh, dragonfly-shaped ornithopters abound. we're gonna try not to make too much noise that may attract a it's giant worm it's the head rack. hey Kwisatz Shy Shy halud. I am the emperor you must respect me uh, I've, uh, seen, uh, I've seen I've seen Nagam Jabbar now you can see mine what was his role in the uh in the, uh, the the movie in 1980 or something like that? What was his... Ooh, like? What, no, 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 the emperor. Like, what What did he have to do? I, I only remember him, the, like, towards the end. He was but, the emperor. I know. But I don't remember... <laughs> That's what he, he did. Had, he,
0: <laughs> he had his real responsibilities. Uh,
2: but, like, his his role, I don't remember, was that, like, big. Or, like, it was important in the background, but actual yeah. movie was screen time no he wasn't yeah like i no mean in the
0: movie time what then. happened was
1: <laughs> um the the harkonnen said oh no the tradies they fucked up you better come here and sort this shit out and maybe give us money um he's like okay i'll do that and then um you know paul our boy paul with the coiffed hair shows up and says you're a sham i'm gonna i'm gonna kick you in the nuts and I'm look at fire on your face, emperor. Look
2: at my sister who is a psychic master. She's
1: she's a baby, but I taught her hooked on
2: phonics. <laughs> I gave her one of those we tried some new age religious You frog. The Antriman, kill yourself, kill yourself. <laughs> Turns
1: out spice is just Gerber
2: baby formula. <laughs> it's got the Gerber it's grow up plan. It's that good shit It's that unreleased It's that unreleased to the US shit And <laughs> <laughs> not USTA Not FDA approved The D in USDA stands for dude <laughs> Stands for dongus I would hope so uh, Yeah, Those Jesus. babies are not eaten so- don't, don't cross the baby <laughs> is, is what I'm, <laughs>
0: I'm Trying to get at here Oh that's
2: right <laughs> There's
0: a they- shortage
2: I'm Definitely glad I'm not a baby.
1: baby. Look, if babies need formula, just enroll them in math classes. That's all I'm yeah,
2: saying. Yeah, come on, donate
0: them to science if they need can, it so bad. I
1: can solve the baby formula crisis right now. It's called baby plus food equals happy.
0: We've I've
2: got our it. best, we've got our best mathematicians on this formula crisis. <laughs> we need can you to imagine though? Up.
0: We need to pump. We need to do what we do with cows and just grab some women.
2: <laughs> Pump them full of hormones so they start lactating It's all these lazy women Not breastfeeding Reliant on powdered I never had any of that I breastfed till I was 20 I didn't use powder till I was an adult It was a different kind of powder it into the mouth. They should be
0: taking it into the nose Everyone knows that's not how you do cocaine
2: My mom wouldn't stop Until I was at least 200 months old <laughs> Doctor's orders. She, okay.
0: She'd have a martini. It made it taste better.
2: I took a look at the formulas. They're all good. They're all good. We'll get them back on the shelves in no time. I've got the best mathematicians behind them. They're plotting them. They've got their TI 89s. In the other timeline where he wins re election, this yeah. is an actual press release from the White House. <laughs> His press secretary is just getting executed on spot when they're leaving
0: <laughs> They were no good <laughs> Do you remember when Bush like gave a speech in Iraq or something And that dude threw his shoe at him
2: Oh, yeah <laughs> We, that came up in conversation over dinner one night uh, with Kristen's uh, family how could that possibly uh, come up in conversation we were tactfully dinner. talking about politics oh, and we were sure. dancing around it and then I showed them the bernie uh, Bernie Trump debate when Bernie uh, threw you at Trump <laughs> <laughs> no. But uh uh Chris's brother was like um brought up the shoe thing and I was like, Oh yeah, I remember he dodged those. He's pretty fucking agile. He's he pretty agile. agile, little Texan. <laughs> sneaky. You know He loves to play dress up. <laughs> he likes and to play he... a fighter pirate. <laughs> Speaking That's... of Bush, he's all over the news now. Have you heard about the latest? He's back in the news with the goofs. Yeah.
1: Oh my God! The press—he he had a flat he had an acid flashback to a press conference in two thousand five. Fucking like,
2: animal! He invades. He, in, he does this this awful invasion of Iraq. I mean, Ukraine. <laughs> Iraq too. <laughs> Can't shoot the shooter. <laughs> they fucking laugh though. They laugh at it. They think, ah, funny joke. <laughs> Ha oh, Mr. President, we're paid by you. It's It's
1: the new genre. It's called war Crimedy.
0: <laughs> it's so Asian. funny because it's, it's actually happening to real people.
1: And welcome to the roast of Burn Pits.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah, right. Speaking Should of see. Burn Pits, um, I'm sure there's trailer a trailer section. in here that... Uh, yeah, this trailer section is it's got a real burn pit. I gotta here. climb out of this thing. Good God!
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry. All right. Looking. All right. Last oh. comment on this. Jake just sent me a video, and the thumbnail is. Mwah. Oh yeah, yeah, it's just yeah,
2: it's just the clip. If 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 uh, I don't know if Kurt saw it or not. I just I don't I even have, need to I watch to the see clip. It, I just
1: want to I just want to look at that face. Heh <laughs> heh He's he's definitely <laughs> well, no,
2: got. He's got
0: the.
1: Oh, Oh, I messed up face.
0: Oh, <laughs> it's the other kind of O face. <laughs> yeah,
1: I might that that uh, might be a, a new candidate for uh, profile picture on Discord. Absolutely. Oh,
0: look <laughs> at that. Stanley goodness. Tucci. <laughs> All right, Jake well, joined a meeting <laughs> one time and no one knew what the fuck. <laughs> the
2: yeah, hey, it's
0: Tucci. Someone's oh. dad joins. Like, how do you? How dare you? I I say, unironically Stanley got Tucci.
1: recommended a Stanley Tucci cooking video. Said, you know <laughs> oh my it's God, the the, it's the only time the algorithm has ever. Oh, come
2: I'm for me. jealous. I'm jealous, dude. The Algorithm doesn't treat me well. He was what making like a vegetable lasagna. Time. I'm
0: like, oh, veggie <laughs> lasagna. Mm. I mean, <laughs> they're they're like cooking videos in the sense that yes, it's a video of him cooking, but they're not <laughs> instructional in any way.
2: <laughs> He's just. Got- it's just him cooking. Just imagine just skipping just to, like, ingredients in pan. And then you're going to chop this onion. <laughs> Skip to just onions in pan. Just know, like, this is how you chop it. <laughs> uh, well, and now you have all of, the ingredients ready. Put it in the oven.
1: Speaking of putting things in the oven. Resurrection. Oh! Uh, uh- <laughs> 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 that caught me off guard. Did it catch
2: everybody else off
1: guard? I this was uh, the uh, last trailer I watched and I was kinda like blazing through it. So I, I made sure to catch that part because yeah. otherwise it's a lot of um it's a lot of Rebecca Hall standing around and, and acting. <laughs> uh as yeah. you do. Um but as, the, as
0: an actor does, yes.
1: So I'm guessing she's going through like again, I skipped right through this trailer, so y'all can elaborate on this. But I'm guessing she's going through like some kind of like postpartum thing, or like some sort of mental mental trauma, and this was like like a weird
2: hallucination. Um, My she guess. had a
0: miscarriage.
2: Okay, there's also um, something with the guy. Um, I wonder ooh. if she was uh, assaulted. She um, was kneeing I mean, in the stomach like, really hard and at him. <laughs> Physically hurt, not attacked with salt. Um, I think she might have been assaulted sexually I did not by need to see a man. The
0: Frame grilled
2: baby fetus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just too. props to the makeup department for making that thing. Um, I like how she's also charged. Last too. time with the Sonic, and just <laughs> just gonna f- random just gonna fill the queue. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think she like probably had some traumatic shit with this one guy and she sees him at like this conference and then has a panic attack. Um, she had, she obviously has some mental health issues. Her daughter references episode, having another episode. Um, so maybe there's going to be some surrealism behind this and she's like picturing him or seeing him in like men who look like the guy who assaulted her. And then she's also having maybe trauma related to a miscarriage or some shit.
0: Sounds an yep. awful lot like this other movie that's coming out It's a, it's a good trailer
1: in, that, in yeah. that it's not a tiny version of the movie.
0: Yeah, uh, much like um, 3,000 Years of Longing, uh, the teaser is actually a teaser. I have no idea what the fuck's going on in this movie. <laughs> it Except even comes there, with a trailer a,
1: release date.
0: There's a genie, I think. Um, I, I
2: would say genie, from yeah. George Maybe
0: Miller. Genie. It, it looks like it's shot on the same studio soundstage they shot 300 in with the same cameras and the same VFX team.
2: Let's see. Let's see. Let's see if we can get some uh, IMDb action over here. Uh, a lonely scholar on a trip to Istanbul discovers not a djinn. Yeah, not Constantinople. Istanbul discovers a djinn who offers her three wishes in exchange for his freedom. What she wants is love, but can and should he grant it to her? Who knows? We'll find out on the next episode of starring Idris Elba, Tilda Swind, and Khan Gulder.
0: Robin Williams informs me that that is against the rules.
2: Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, love. Yeah, I I think there might be like a some rules associated with these wishes. Otherwise, you just vote. You just vote. Yep. You just wish for three more wishes. Move like, on.
1: I I I'm not up on my on my like you know Shaherazad mythology, not by a long shot. But um, I f- I feel like wasn't it that like the three wishes thing was just like for the one story, like a, a genie was just, like, a dude who was, like, pretty good at stuff. Like, when they granted a wish, it wasn't just, like, they weren't, like, reality warping. You know, they just had really good hustle. <laughs> I have no idea.
0: You're asking the like, wrong dude. I
1: don't know. I li- I, I kind of like that idea. If The genie is just, like, that dude that you know who you're like, yo, can you hook me up with, like, tickets to the concert? And he's like, say no more, friend. I'll be right he's, back. He's just your fixer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they come back with like two tickets and they're missing half their hair. And you're like, you're like, how? And he's like, no, no questions.
0: It's tickets.
1: <laughs> I also you brought don't... a
0: Schwarmer wrap. Do you want any? <laughs> you don't ask what's in the hot dog. You just eat it.
2: <laughs> exactly. Um. Uh. So moving on from hot dogs, bros. bros. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bros. Oh, hell. Ooh, hot dogs. Hey, oh. Is it hot in here? This is as this trailer sure was hot. Mm-hmm. Um, gay guys are getting a rom com, and it's a little bit of a meta commentary because Hollywood is probably like, "Oh, this rom com needs to like be digestible for all uh, sexual orientations."
0: And it's uh, almost as if there are more straight people in the world than gay people, so you can't yeah. completely alienate that audience.
2: But as a straight, uh, I understand and know that our time is coming to an end, and we will be. Told me, yeah, yeah, we will be replaced by lesbians and gays and trans. Take a look at the gay agenda. We've only been scheduled for
1: another
0: (laughs) another three weeks. I've looked at the gay agenda. The penmanship atrocious, (laughs) although I do (laughs) applaud the design.
2: (laughs) It's got a good smell to it. Um, They they definitely sprayed some clone on it before. I feel like I'm reading this in an uh, uh, Abercrombie, (laughs) store or Hollister store. Uh, So it's I
1: feel like they really got jokes in this one. It
2: it it was coming in by Billy Eichner, uh, which he is a lead as well, Um, and he is fucking hilarious. So Billy
0: Eichner, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: I think this is actually gonna be pretty decent. I. I don't
0: know. I got, I got the vibe of like this is a movie that you know, may have been good, but I, I, it, it just feels like there's a lot of studio interference
2: going on here. Where so it's not going to be the vision. Well, here's the thing: is like I think there's going to be a big part of it because it's about making a movie about a, uh, gay rom com. Um right. and it's that one scene of unbearable weight but the Yeah, whole,
1: I don't know whole movie.
0: like how much of the movie is about that like I mean that's the framing device of the trailer, right? But like all the yeah. scenes in the trailer are like completely unrelated to that.
2: Um so I'm not mm-hmm. sure how much of the movie is yeah. going to be. And I don't about I don't know that. It's just... The specific, the love interest, if that's going to be like continual with like the, like he has his gay council there that seems like they're having input into they something are or whatever. The
0: LGBTQ but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So maybe,
2: maybe that's the panel, the writer's panel or something like that to like kickstart this. And they're like, no, like you can't have this for. Like it's it, it's it's a different type of relationship because they're trying. I I think the concept is is basing it around as a straight as like typical rom coms go. They want to make that, but just gay. And you, I, I I think Billy's point is that you can't do that because we don't have relationships the exact same way as the straights do. Um, and 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 the, the meta commentary is about how like a Hollywood elite would be like oh no just like do like the typical rom-com just with two dudes and mm-hmm. it's like no you can't do that and then comedy ensues i guess uh but we'll have to see i thought the jokes were pretty good and pretty self-aware enough to where i think they're not gonna be like tone deaf uh mm-hmm. but i think they could really easily take it that way um, yeah, this is depending all on who is saying it and when
1: all I'm going to say is this: this movie's audience better come out and go to the theater, because it. I don't want to see a comedy movie die another death on the big screen. No, yeah, they're already I they're trying so be, hard and they're making so little ground. Gonna I just a want to see a, com- a good comedy
0: and a comedy that does well. Yeah, um, a lot of a lot of shouting. I worry that much of the hero in this movie is going to be just people shouting, which uh uh not not my preference, but we'll see like I mean it, I'm definitely not the target audience for this movie. Um, yeah. I'm sure it'll be reviewed wonderfully, even if it's not any good.
2: Oh, I can't wait to read these. This is definitely going
0: to be IMDb (laughs) spotlight fodder for sure. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) This is all
2: right. Um,
1: Does just a quick aside before we move on to the next one? Sorry, I'm going to kill your fucking segue, Jake. No, no, no. no. I'll I'll keep it. it. Knife. Um, Kurt, does the does the workout scene does the gym scene remind you of Letterkenny when they're like? when the boys are working out with, uh, with short I I don't know. I just, a little, a little yeah. bit. Okay. All right, Jake, that, that was it. Back to your back to your segue. Oh. <laughs> now that I've ruined the timing of
2: your joke. Speaking of Shortzy <laughs> no, <laughs> speaking of comedies, uh, the comedy that I would, I think prefer to go see, I think it's a comedy. Maybe it might have a little bit of drama in it. Brian and Charles. We got a little trailer for this little ditty. Um, it's yeah. like Swiss Army Man if he took gas. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a weird movie. There's I've seen
0: this kind of movie like has weirdly been, um, the style. Like they, I, I feel like I've seen a few movies indies like this in the past few years where it's a similar concept. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: I mean, but, again, uh, the big one is is Swiss Army Man.
0: Yeah. There there have been a few others that weren't quite the same, but were similar. Um, and it it seems pretty hard. I do think that the leads uh, play off each other pretty well.
2: Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the documentary style movie. is a little jarring too. Like the mockumentary kind of uh, intro where he's like, hey, this is my home. This is where I live. And uh almost yeah, like this the, the breath of wall looking at the camera and everything. Yeah, this is another
0: one where like the framing device kind of seems to get abandoned in the the majority of the trailer because, you know, they say it's a mockumentary and they have that in the beginning where he's, you know, talking to a camera crew, but then the rest of the trailer is just like scenes. Yeah. Which yeah. you don't have to have like constant cutbacks and confessionals. Um, in a mockumentary, you know, Lord knows, Spinal Tap and Best in the Show didn't really do that uh, too much, mm-hmm. but um, it it is it is interesting yeah. that that is a through line creatively in these trailers.
2: It reminds me a lot of um what we do in the shadows, and stuff like that. Or yeah, I do kind of wish.
1: Yeah, I do kind of wish they just bumped up the <laughs> just the color grade. This is me. This is me You're being like, a total fucking normie. But like, I don't know. I just want England to not look so dreary all the time.
2: But that's England, though. But if we were to do that, that's the that's authentic a, like,
0: experience.
2: Yeah. If is we, this we were shot on like, location, Peter, they can't control the weather. <laughs> that's called cultural appropriation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to steal, France, from? <laughs> for for England? Come on, yeah, they have their shot. Yeah. I
1: mean, as a matter of fact, I do. I just want to make this place look a little more nice.
2: They tried. They put color in oh, there when they showed Honolulu. Geography jokes. <laughs> ah, hey, ooh, nice, 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 nice. Speaking of nice, um, I thought the prey teaser trailer was pretty nice. Uh, and by nice, I mean not needed. <laughs> They're trying to make wasn't an this, acronym for nice. Wasn't this like a mission in Far
1: Cry Primal? I seem to remember hearing about that, where it was you—you you could just fight the predator. Oh, maybe that was uh, a different game.
0: Um, I know what you're talking about. Uh,
1: which video game? I can't remember do the game though. You
2: fight the predator, and um, so we just we see some like indigenous people. So it's like a prequel to Predator One, I guess, but.
0: Oh, it's just a, a Predator movie.
2: Uh, yeah. From the
0: perspective of
2: the Prey, I guess?
0: I don't know. It's not like the other movies were from the perspective of the Predator. Yeah, Maybe, this no, I, Maybe this one I, is.
2: Maybe this one is. I don't think anything's going to change in terms of, like, what's going to happen with the movie. It's still just a Predator movie just set back, you know, a long time ago with Native Americans or these Native people. Uh, we are going to fight it off with some sticks and stones. Yay! Yeah. It's just the last scene of Predator just drawn out. But like that's a the lot. best part of that movie. Exactly. Well, they said, hey, let's make a movie out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Arnold and the Predator. That's when the movie's
1: at its best. It was Ghost Recon Wildlands. That's the one. Batman oh. also fought the Predator. It's true. Well, who hasn't
0: he he fought.
2: Pred- Predator's fought a lot of people. He has. He's, he gets it's around. He gets. Crossover man. Speaking of getting around, <laughs> Segway City over here is taking you over to Good Luck to You, Leo, where Leo some grandma gets her jinkies on with uh, a young, you know, youth... <laughs> and she describes in great detail what she wants to do to him and what she wants him to do to her and she has never busted a nut. And they uh... it's
1: it's one of those famous one room plays waiting for gilfs o. That's
2: yeah, a, usually I skip so usually uh, I'm on a time crunch and I skip this part of the uh, the video, but Jake slowed it right down for this one. But this time they're like, "What if we took the plot to porns and just made a whole movie out of it?"
0: You know, I I don't know. I I feel like this this goes beyond that. It rises to a slightly more artistic level. Um, I think this movie actually you know looks um. Looks like a good like, kind of indie character drama. Um, where she learns that there's more to life,
2: and I well, don't know, like today's plan. I, I don't feel like I it's it. like
0: a pretty woman sort of thing,
2: but maybe is in she, reverse. Is she dying? I don't know, maybe like I don't it know, seemed oh, like it. she had this bucket list. Like she's never been adventurous. Like that's what that's the kind of vibes I immediately got. I think off she of She just
0: it. kind of like lived. The life of like a spinster, and Mister Leo Grand here is going to teach her how to live, and that there's more to come. life, and she's Has gonna come. she's gonna fall genuinely in love, and I don't know that where the movie's gonna go from there. And he's gonna be like, e-. <laughs> he's gonna be like, I'm kind of a prostitute. You were paying so, me. Yeah,
1: he's this character who comes into her life and makes everything better. And then leaves it like it's a hired position, you know. It's like he's making Mary Poppins. They get worse. They're just gonna get worse in here. I want to pull out at this
0: point. You set, you set the
2: bar so high. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he pull felt. That he said the same thing. I'm sure. <laughs> he doesn't have to pull out. She's not making any turkeys in that oven. <laughs> She's not cooking any babies in that <laughs> oven. Bone dry up there. Yeah, dust off them cobwebs. (laughs) Oh, I see
1: where you're going, Jake. I see where you're going. And I want you to take me there. Take me on a trip.
2: (laughs) Well, so I think a sequel to this movie would be uh, she wants to have um, kids after she had this adventure with Leo. So they have to fantastic voyage their way inside of her fallopian tube to her ovaries and kickstart them using like a a bolt of electricity or something uh because they have just stopped working for only with
0: 1.21 gigawatts
2: yeah (laughs) and that's when you yeah 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 then you have the back to the future crossover into good luck leo and fantastic voyage yeah and then something something goes wrong with their 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 sizey seismometer thing and they have to go back into the future by driving eighty miles per hour down her eighty eight uh,
1: there's a guy eighty
2: eight eighty eight miles per hour down her somewhere down
1: her cervix <laughs> who is currently uh, filing suit against you for plagiarism.
0: No, there's there's someone there's a there's a studio exec intern out there just feverishly jotting down notes.
2: Write the down, Write the down.
0: So that's what that's where Jake went. Where
1: I thought he was going to go was that he said the word cobwebs, and I said I was going to say. Speaking of cobwebs, let's let's check out and give let's give some spiderhead a look.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, know oh, he in gave in her some twist. spider head, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, in a new it twist. It was Charlotte's Web down there. It was dated nineteen sixty-seven. <laughs> some, some pig. <laughs>
1: Um, but, you know, stop me if you've heard this one before. Miles Teller. Stop. In a role <laughs> where he has to be uh, psychologically intense and maybe in a little bit of a, a weird, you know, mental space. Never.
2: Never seen him Never do that Never seen once. a
1: Miles Teller movie where he's had to do
0: that.
2: It's on, un- And if it did, President it would give me whiplash.
1: <laughs> it would get uh, it would give me ready player one <laughs>
2: yeah. um
1: netflix is di- tr- really trying to dig deep and so now they're coming out with movie concepts that i am like kind of interested in um if this was a year ago this movie would be called a drug prison escape from drug prison <laughs> um it would be no it would be called high security It'd be called high security.
2: Ooh, that's a good um, one.
1: Yeah. So, the Miles Teller and and friends go to <laughs> they, they take a they take a one way vacation uh, to drug penitentiary island where they get they they take Robo heroin, <laughs> all
2: expenses paid,
1: tripping. They take the they've got the fucking uh, I don't know the fucking
2: uh, it's
1: like a Game Boy but for
2: narcotics i love that nintendo you you better be writing that shit down because in 20 years i want the nintendo game pill (laughs) to be able to be just just slapped onto my back and just i select which one i want
1: i mean that's really they're they're pretty close to that they just give you the four pack right it's It's four pills You you take it over the course of a week And it's you have the Nintendo, you have the Metroid, then the Link pill, then the Mario pill, and then the whatever, the Pokemon. I guess that's not even a Nintendo thing anymore.
0: Um, It is. I mean, Nintendo owns a stake in Game Freak and the Pokemon Company. I'm fairly certain. I
1: guess you there's also a Kirby one in there. Um, So yeah, it's just it's you know it's a regiment of pills that you take. And then you have, exp- you have, it's uh, you, the game. You, you have gamed.
0: What is Kirby? <laughs> um,
1: but you know, I, they plug in and get high and, um, Liam kneesworth Hems, Nies Neesman. Is Chris. it
2: Hemsworth? Liam or is it Cri- it's it's Chris? It's Chris. Yeah.
1: Crim's. Chris Leamsworth, Mr. Tor. Um, he sits in a room and says, "Ah, drugs. Yeah, more
0: drugs. This is this movie feels both wholly unoriginal and original at the same time. It also has, excuse me, uh, the other Smollett dude, Mm -hmm. the one that didn't fake a hate crime
1: (laughs) journey. Oh, there's
0: another Smollett. I don't know if they're related, but same last journey Smollett
2: rough. I would change my name. Sorry. Sorry not sorry. Your brother not brother may have uh, tarnished your name. Uh, da, 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 da. what are you thinking? Oh yeah, yes. Journey Smollett, yeah.
0: She is
2: his sister. Yeah. Jesse, Journey, well, well. Juicy. Uh, <laughs> ju- ju- Juicy's <laughs> Juicy Smollier, some French, some French guy who just lied about hate crimes, you know. I Oh
0: well. I don't know why my YouTube feed recommended to me, but it recommended me the fucking uh, judge reading his remarks at the sentencing of that, and like okay. he tore him a fucking new one. <laughs> yeah,
2: oh, sometimes geez. YouTube algorithm would just be like, you need to pick me up. <laughs> they are worse people in the world <laughs> who are there who are getting their just desserts. They mm-hmm. I mean, will never be
0: Forgiving. forgiven. Forgiven, like the yeah. forgiven. Um, let's nice. uh, fucking. Let
1: me let me just tell you the twist right now. I haven't even told you what the premise of this movie is, but I'll tell you. <laughs> tell the us twist. the twist first. Um, yeah,
2: I want that. Turns out that
1: they they are forgiven, but they can't forgive themselves because they. They're shitty people. Wow. Wow. Drama.
2: That's crazy. And then they get axed in the back.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: So, and then the aliens attack. <laughs> <laughs> this is, yeah,
1: this is the prequel to The Unforgiven. Um, <laughs> so this movie starts out like Manos, The Hands of Fate. All I, that's what, like, this is the first couple seconds of this trailer. I'm like, wait, this is not a Manos remake, right? They're, they aren't going to go that way. But then, could they don't, you imagine they if
0: someone tried to like take Manos and turn it into an acceptable movie?
1: Oh, oh, I believe, I believe they would, they would, they would try. Um, I kind of want to see it.
0: it. Make a Kickstarter. I'll toss in some money.
1: <laughs> I mean, like think about the way indie, s- s- spoopy movies have been recently, right? How farfetched would it be to have a couple stranded in the areas Arizo- in the New Mexico desert? By uh, a cult master, his de- like his deformed servant and his harem of like evil wives.
0: I feel like they've made that movie. A twenty four is
1: they're in the yeah. process of making that movie right well, that's now. That's like A
0: 24s whole fucking shtick. Oh my god, we've cracked the code. A twenty four has just been remaking Monos in different <laughs> settings. <laughs> my god, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> They always just, was, <laughs> <laughs> always has been. Someone just had,
1: like, someone came from the future with the movie rejuvenator. They're like, "Here, take the entire MST three, take the Mystery Science Theater three thousand collection. Run it through this machine. You will make a million dollars."
0: Man, um, we fought, We had we we figured out two studios now. We figured out both A twenty four and Blumhouse.
2: Blumhouse. You haven't been calling Blumhouse. <laughs> Speaking of Blumhouse, I feel like we got to go back through our archives and see if we made this uh, joke of a horror movie. Have you? It, we, I think this was announced last week, but okay. I forgot about it because we don't have a trailer for it. They slash them.
1: Oh yeah, the uh, the non-binary samurai movie.
2: <laughs> Except it's a, it's a horror movie <laughs> called They Slash Them. I don't think we made that joke before.
0: I, that's, Dang, one that's one that's escaped us. We've had tic tac toe cor- corpses in a row, duck duck goose, which I'm still passionate about. That
2: uh, I am, yeah, yeah, same. Um, red
0: rover, red rover, send death right over. Um, it's a lot of childhood games. Yeah,
2: It's all gold. This is all gold that we have to make sure we reiterate. This, which is our idea, and if I swear to God, if we see one peep. On any anybody's door about this shit. <laughs> so apparently or there's a movie called blism. They
0: Them. They oh they slashed on this list. Oh, this is my bad. They Them um, is an upcoming horror movie directed by John Logan. It's his directorial debut. Produced by Blumhouse. It stars Theo, Germain, Kevin Wait, Bacon. Wait, is an actual movie. Carrie Preston. Yeah. Anna, Chlumsky. It will premiere on Peacock.
2: Yeah. Oh, Peacock. August 5th. Oh, no, it's, it's, about, it's got Kevin Bacon uh, to, in it. The bacon it's numbers about a, will increase. Uh, I think it's about a Christian
0: uh, the, conversion yeah, camp. the film is described as a queer empowerment story set at a gay conversion camp. Well, Of a premise like
2: that... <laughs> See, I think Bros is going to be fine in like its messaging, but I think this movie might... Might step on some toes. This movie is being sacrificed so that Bros may live.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's basically Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this movie basically walks so Jesus,
2: Jesus. Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah, it's, okay. Uh, I gotta uh, admit, I after hearing the news about Bruce Willis, I'm looking at all of his like new trailers. Like a little bit, a little bit differently. Oh yeah, and I'm like, how-, how you doing, bud? Oh, <laughs> oh I mean, you all these line. movies Good. were
0: filmed already. Like he's he's done. I think now.
1: I yes, know, but we, I think we did I think see probably one, had some we, of this. We issues. caught this one when we were looking at his upcoming movies on IMDb.
0: Yeah. All sixteen of them that have yet to release. Um, it's another geezer a, Teaser. Yep. There's a lot
1: of shit in this trailer. Like this trailer has a lot of stuff. None of it is worth a fucking a, a nickel, but it sure there, is there.
0: There sure is a lot in this movie, uh, or in this trailer, rather, but I have this sneaking suspicion that everything in this trailer happens in, like, four scenes in the movie, <laughs> and they're yeah. just, like, cutting back and forth mm-hmm. between the different scenes to make it seem like there's a lot more in the movie than there actually is. Like they did it
1: I backwards, don't... right, where they filmed the trailer first and then they use the trailer and cut it up and put those in the scenes in the movie
2: yeah i i do like that um i do like the cast that we got for it we got uh, michael rooker obviously bruce willis um and john malkovich
0: of of being john malkovich, john malkovich fame
2: <laughs> yeah correct well i think uh, i think they were really good together in uh red oh,
0: bruce that's willis movie, and yeah. movie uh
2: I haven't seen it It's a long movie time. I've not had in a long time. And Red 2, <laughs> red being two. John Malkovich. <laughs> red 2, blue. <laughs> red 2. <laughs> it's the sequel to 2, red. 2, magenta. <laughs> Purple. Red 2, <laughs> 2 kind of pink. It's a little pink. Pinkish hue. Red, uh, red 2, pinkish hue. Got it. Red 2, pinkish hue. Cat there. <laughs> red 2, just a slightly darker pink.
0: Just a rose. Oh um, yeah, uh,
2: yeah it, it's there's not much to talk about. I think just they're just killing people, shooting. They got a lot of guns. Yeah. Pew, pew pew.
0: They went large on their budget to get those actors, just like Jerry and Marge, Marge. go large. Yeah,
2: so Brian Cranston. Someone the saw
1: the Brian Cranston joke ending. I don't know who 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 they did that for. I think that was an SNL skit.
0: What the Breaking Bad ending where he wakes up as the dad and Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. I think that was just something they shot independently.
1: Okay. Um. So someone saw that and like, eh, why not?
0: Yeah. Make a based on true story movie. Um. It. uh, You know, it's it's not a bad looking movie. I'll I'll confess I do think the whole uh, boomers versus millennial subplot that they threw it at the end there, gonna rub some people the wrong way, gonna divide this yeah. along generational lines.
2: Like I was on board until this. I was on board until like he brought in oh the 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 other team that is like yeah that a atta- like, movie didn't unnecessary. It. Well, yeah. it dev- it kind of devalues what he's doing, and like, oh, it's not that special. Like, other people found out about it. Yeah, but if he were to like, like, run away with this, and then like maybe attract the authorities' attention, and like maybe like attract you know like the mob or some shit, and they get way over their head, then yeah. then maybe we're talking. There there was yeah, a like, lot remember of remember how ways. my name is Dolomite didn't have a villain.
0: Yeah,
1: and how that was a funny and good movie. Mm -hmm.
0: just do it here well there was a villain the villain was public interest (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) you can have yeah like this movie did not need like a a traditional antagonist this didn't need to be a man versus man conflict there could have been a lot of more abstract conflicts you could have put into this movie and I think it would have been better for it Uh, this just feels like it was the easiest way to do it yeah. So that's what they did, which kind of, you know, as as interested as I am in the concept, the fact that they took the lazy route on something so simple kind of makes me question what else they might have taken the r- lazy route in, in mm-hmm. terms of making the movie, which kind of dampens my excitement for it slightly.
2: Yeah. And, and to be clear, the concept is about, like, cheating the lottery system. Well, yeah, maybe not cheating a, the lottery finds system, a loophole but in the lottery somehow. Well,
1: I know what this story is because it's happened a couple of times. Oh. Um, This one was, I think this one was probably the famous version of it. So, um, when they're generating the numbers for the lottery, um, sometimes they don't realize that the pool of numbers um, is small enough that if you have a dedicated fund to buy enough tickets, you can buy the whole pool and if you like if the jackpot is larger than the cost of buying a ticket for every permutation uh then you can just guarantee profit right. so you need manpower to fill out all the tickets and then they fill out every combination of numbers and they're guaranteed a jackpot above what they put in for buying the tickets oh so I that's see. why they did
2: a team okay yeah spoiler alert <laughs>
1: wow <laughs> And, we'll and they're the like, movie. "Oh, the government shut us down." And they're like, "Yeah, no." The lottery, <laughs> when the lottery finds an, an insight on how they uh, how they did set up their game wrong, yeah, they're probably mm. gonna close that that loophole. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. think they did it like once or twice, maybe, if I remember correctly, in the story. And then they were like, "Okay."
2: We're yeah, good. you got
0: you got no one to cash out in that situation. I feel like once you get. It's like all those people who did a lot of like the Wall Street bet GME stock stuff. It's like you you cash out once you're like I have enough money to retire comfortably. Like yeah, we're not gonna yeah. ride. We don't need any more than six million dollars to live comfortably the rest of our life here. Yeah.
2: Yep. Oh, what's the um? There same is same with all the bit same uh, with all the Bitcoin and NFT people. They should have they should have been great. like oh I should yeah. maybe uh hop out now. I gotta yeah. remember um. To this, that's not the Sigma grind set, though. That's not the Sigma, Sigma grind, grind set, though. Set. Yeah, come on. Come on. What the fuck? No. I'm not cashing out when I got my life savings on ethereum dude fuck that it might be down now but you don't lose money until you cash out think i gotta juice my bored apes and make my house into an nft did you hear that they were making a bored
0: ape yacht club dating app but because it was like 96 percent dudes they had to stop (laughs) they had to shut it down so
2: funny though (laughs) that that's accurate and now any Joe Smo with 200 bucks can get a board eight. Cause I think that's how much one sold for not too long you ago. Can also just so.
0: screenshot it
2: <laughs> before we, no, uh, you need the blockchain, Kurt. It's block it's on the chain. And then you get yeah, the it's a block eight. of
0: data in the chain of my hard drive. <laughs>
2: What's the funniest like response to that, that? I've seen was, uh, somebody who was like, like, uh, the, for, for years, they've been, uh, They've been laughing at me for collecting physical apes, but now I am the one who is <laughs> laughing at them. <laughs> how, how, how could they have been so foolish? An ape could never be bored. <laughs> they just masturbate. Me, me and my, me, now me and my many apes will take over. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if an ape ever feels those slight sense <laughs> of boredom kicking in, I'm sure they're just going to fucking jerk off.
2: <laughs> uh, time to not be bored
0: anymore. <laughs> they have no compunction about that. They just do it. It's liberating. I want to live like an ape. <laughs> so before we, before
1: we finish off Trey, Watch, you reminded me, just because we're talking about lotteries, uh, lottery fun fact. Time for lottery fun facts. Um, one specific fun fact.
0: Um, Unsubscribe lottery fun facts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, the Spanish lottery, they do one one lottery, and the tickets cost like I don't know, like a thousand, like a thousand dollars or something huge. The tickets are huge, so you only buy one a year, and they draw it at Christmas. Um, so there was a town like you. What you do is like it's kind of like a fundraiser. People usually do it, where they go around and they collect. You know they all. Everyone pitches in for one ticket, mm-hmm. and one, uh, one year, or whatever. That uh, some small town just like won the grand prize, which is like millions, and just everyone became a million, like a millionaire overnight <laughs> in the little tiny town.
0: More billions. And there were like a
1: couple people. There were a couple people who didn't buy in, and they're like, oh shit. <laughs> oh.
0: More billions, baby. More billions. <laughs> Speaking of more billions, let's see how it's doing on the follow-up here. Domestic weekend number 19, Year of Our Lord 2022, May 13th through the 15th. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness drops a hunky 67% still well in front of the second place, The Bad Guys. It has brought in $61.7 million to The Bad Guys, $7 million. Um, <laughs> bit of a mismatch. So far, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness has made $719 million worldwide, going for a billion, which, weirdly enough, is just like the baseline of a Marvel movie these days. Yep. Um they,
1: they love printing their money.
0: We already talked about the bad guys, Sonic the Hedgehog hanging out in third place. In its sixth week, 4.6 million dollars only down 22.7% despite leaving over 200 theaters. It's made 356 million dollars worldwide. And opening in fourth our spotlight picture this week from Universal Studios comes Firestarter. A young girl tries to understand how she mysteriously gained the power to set things on fire with her mind. Um, It brought in $3.8 million. It's opening weekend, and thus far has brought in $6.7 million worldwide, and it is doing poorly with the critics. (laughs) A 4.6 out of 10 on IMDb, 32% on Metacritic, and a dismal... 12% 12% on the thermometer and only a 46% audience score. But as we all know, these reviews don't count. The only reviews you should ever listen to are ours and the fine, definitely not mongoloid people of the IMDb user review sections. Don't make jokes about how they're mongoloids. We had them tested, they are not. <laughs> Um, nope. Amy GD for example that's not the name of a mongoloid person uh, definitely not the 10534 um, added on to the end there Firestarter 10 out of 10 Zac Afron is unstoppable warning spoilers great sci-fi comma film focuses on OG Andy Zac Afron performances phenomenal attractive Hard eyes emoji as protective dad, comma who he himself has telepowers, comma he plays father exquisite. His willing to do anything for her and fight skills are amazing. With so much growth as an actor, Efron from Gold, in quotes Gold, comma the lucky one HSM close quotes. He's showing more personal skills through, as in I threw it out the movie. Is amazing. (laughs) Makes you feel the emotional depth. Shows his amazing acting skills. I'm impressed by Afron acting abilities. That sounds like a fucking tonic from Bioshock. God! (laughs) Exclamation mark. Ryan quote Charlie. Random close parentheses close quote is amazing. Believable actress gives oh mash to drew old character lights up screen. Well, the lights up scenes as in I seen it. I it. <laughs> Four out of well, 15 found that helpful somehow Four out of 15 could, could read that. Um, where are the spoilers?
2: Can you find them? Nah. Well, let me know if there's any spoilers in this one, because this one also has spoilers. Um, which I think this was written by Scott teams, ex wife. Uh, which you'll, I think this is her burner account, but, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll realize why. Uh, so Jay Burton prod said one out of 10 Scott teams is the worst writer of the 21st century. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Okay. The, the divorce did not go over well. Why is anybody giving this mega hack any work? He's destroyed the Halloween franchise. Now he's destroyed a work of Stephen King's. And he's scheduled to destroy The Exorcist and the Insidious franchise next. I know two movies I will be sure to miss. This could have been a decent movie. But the ending is so horrible it makes us all that came before it. It Makes it all that came before it which was mediocre, negligible. Zac Efron and Ryan Kiera, Ryan Kiera Armstrong put in the best performance they can with the rancid material they're given. If the writer had stuck to the real story, it could have been a decent movie. How could anyone in their right mind greenlight this stillborn excuse for a script? He didn't buy me flowers. Sure. A girl would go off with a guy who murdered her mother and was responsible for the capture of her father. Sure. She'd burn up her own father just because he told her to, of course. Of course, because we're all woke, we must forgive all Native Americans of all bad deeds. Charlie is no long long the heroine of this movie. She's a parapsychic serial killer. This bears no resemblance whatsoever to the novel King wrote. It is an abomination. This writing is so bad. It is painful to experience. Please, Hollywood, for the love of good cinema, never give Scott Teams another chance to destroy other people's works. Please stop his reign of putrid hackery. Stop hiring him. I beg of you. Six out of seven found that helpful. Very nice, very nice. Wow, a lot of, a lot of anger in that. Yeah,
1: I, I'm disappointed. I, I have to say, I'm disappointed in these middling reviews because they're the ones. I mean, they're the ones that actually reflect the the majority score. So I guess this is where the most level-headed ones are going to be. But you're so boring. <laughs> I want to find more interesting ones. And but, you're boring. <laughs> and but um, we'll, we'll go for it anyway with uh, IWF CYB. Uh, their 5 out of 10 review. Uh, most average movie to ever average. Is that Grand
0: Theft Auto cheat code?
1: <laughs> Pretty sure. That's, uh, that's pink head mode, I think. <laughs> or like all pimps, right? That's one of them. Jetpack. Um, lately, when I watch a new movie, I ask myself how would this movie be without its special effects? Too many movies get by on shiny and sparkly colors on the screen for a large part of the movie. If you do that here, you don't even have an average movie. What happened to to Hollywood in terms of smart writing? I'd throw acting in there too, but I think it's unfair to judge actors when they have the scripts and writing they're dealing with now. I'm not even sure how they can say many of the lines with a straight face, so that's impressive, I guess. (laughs) If you literally have nothing else to do this would be okay to have on in the background 44 out of 52 found that one helpful wow it's pretty what a pretty what helpful. a what a middling review for
0: a middling movie mid just just mid where's my mouse there it is all right it l El, elena physics elena physics elena physics elena physics Uh, 10 of 10. It was better than the previous adaptations. It was not a 10, but a solid 7. I rated it with a 10 in order to balance somehow these hate reviews. (laughs) Like Jake's headpiece. I don't understand why people hated it so much. It was very intense. I liked that they gave Charlie some extra powers. I liked that we don't know for sure who is Charlie's father. Were there, some, there were some flaws in the movie, but for me, it was a very pleasant watch. And the protagonist is much more likable than Drew Barrymore as a fire starter. I really don't get the hate. Zero out of one. Found that helpful. A, a person took the time to downvote this review. <laughs>
2: um, so... A lot of a lot of hate on the remake, a lot of a lot of hate all around. In the one out of tens, but this one I gotta do it because uh there's a little little trumpism at the end, so of course. Mm-hmm. I'll bring on the Trump. One out of ten. Extinguish Hollywood's destruction. You know it's worse than Firestarter being remade unnecessarily with Zach Efron. I didn't even know it was being remade until I decided to search for the original to watch. Way to Go, Hollywood. Was the only Was the original amazing? Not practically no. Did he mean particularly? <laughs> Not practically no. Yeah, it had to be particularly a lot of Did it have charm, charisma, charisma, and relatable characters like me, Donald Trump? No. I mean yes, Drew Barrymore was the central <laughs> element of the OG <laughs> Firestarter. <laughs> I'm just making this my own review. <laughs> Who reviews movies they haven't seen, right? Um <laughs> Drew me. Barrymore was the central element of the OG fire starter that really made it memorable. This remake didn't have any Drew Barrymore's <laughs> or redeeming qualities. Not only was this insulting to the original, but for some reason in 2022, the CGI, the practical effects look worse than 1984. Marvel is all Hollywood has left. Sad. Five out of seven found that helpful. Who would have thought that Jake would read a review of one of his two verses? <coughs> right. I had a pick from the uh the deep, deep bag that is my voice bag. Many people have boxes, I have a bag. I have a fucking Winnebago <laughs>
0: Peter has the with a, Omni with a voice. brick on
1: the gas pedal. <laughs> the Omni voice. It's just everything <laughs> all at once. Everywhere. Which, which is perfect. Which is perfect for this review. From I'm Alone Dick. Uh, four out of ten. Now, is, is he
0: alone dick? Or is he... It's i
1: Malone, as in like post Malone, underscore dick. Like the dick dick. Okay. If I can...
2: Or maybe, maybe he's telling Richard he's alone. I'm alone, dick. Let's get it on. Come on um, over so I'm not alone anymore. Okay. And Melanie Deke. Um,
1: All smoke. No fire. Yeah, nice try, but no cigar. And story-wise, they vent way off the rails with this one. If old cokehead Stevie King hated the original movie, I wonder what he'll think of this one, where everything, <laughs> and I mean everything, is mediocre. Even the special effects were better in the 1984 version. The feeling I got from this trash fire, pun intended, is that it doesn't know what it wants to be. Movie is just all over the damn place, so what we are left with in the end is a whole lot of smoke and zero fire. The little girl playing Charlie is rather good, though. She's no Drew Barrymore, but still... Uh, but still, uh, among all the other big names in the cast, this little spark shines the brightest light.
2: <laughs> three,
1: three out of six. There's nothing like, funny in that, but... <laughs> it's just a completely different voice at the end. <laughs> I went from Patrick Warburton to, like, proto-Kermit on testosterone.
0: <laughs> hey, Peter. hey, Peter. the border... Peter. Peter. All right. Well, that's Firestarter. Everything, everywhere, all at maybe. once. Coming in fifth. Down only 5.9% and picking up in 184 theaters. What a weird movie this has been. Um, another A24 joint. $53 million worldwide. Fantastic Beasts and the Secrets of Dumbledore. Down 40.1% out of 470 theaters. Two and a half mil. It's made $379 million Worldwide. <laughs> Apologies. The Northman, still in the top 10. Sliding a spot down into seventh. Down 39%. $1.74 million out of 480 theaters. million worldwide for the Northmen. The Lost City, somehow, still up there. In living forever. Eighth, 1.695, down 30.6%. It has made a staggering $166 million worldwide. That is quite impressive for that sort of movie. Family Camp opened in ninth a movie that I I saw on my Regal app, said I have no idea what the fuck this movie is and decided not to go see it, opened in just 854 theaters to the tune of 1.399 million. Um, So, uh, I guess this movie, so this is a Christian movie.
1: It's like a, it's a faith, it's a faith comedy. Um, I think there's, so the two leads, I guess, they're the skit guys, I think some i'm guessing some kind of internet or comedy like duo and they're like we're going to make a movie and they made a movie
0: yeah um discount david cross and <laughs> fucking i don't know random dude or the this, leads is, in this movie.
1: Uh, side note this is the whitest I, think that my, I i may have found the top contender For the
0: whitest name. Um, You know how, like, in a movie or a television show, when there's, like, a fake movie in the universe of the television show, the poster always looks like really low-quality, slapped-together Photoshop? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what this movie poster is. This is, like, a 30 Rock fucking joke Movie yeah
2: toaster. it's like straight out of 2002 like this this yeah. is a movie starring yeah. poster uh,
1: from then tommy woodard eddie james and lee allen baker now i dare you to spell if you if you're not reading it in the chat <laughs> right now which means you guys i dare you to spell that name
0: i was actually reading it off the poster yeah it's uh it's not how you'd probably guess I thought my, the spelling of Alan in my middle name was odd. Um, down two spots, but still in the top ten. Holding out hope for you, buddy. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, $1.062 million, down 33%. of 255 theaters. It's made $26 million worldwide. That's not a great take. Come on, people. This better crush home video sales. This movie is too good to lose money. You realize... Okay, sorry. Everyone fucking bitches about how there's no like good shit coming out in Hollywood. Well, it's because when the good shit comes out, y'all don't go see it.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I looked up the user reviews for Family Camp, and this one got me. This is a quick one. Physically painful to watch. I let my buddy talk me into going to see this movie. We are both followers of Jesus, so I thought it would... <laughs> I would support the faith-based movie. I honestly am sad to say that I think this movie will most, will more likely turn people away from the gospel. <laughs> the script is awful. The acting is worse than the script. I can't even count high enough to, to give the number of how many cheesy lines and scenes there was. I'm not exaggerating when I say it was physically painful to watch. <laughs> We're
1: not going to excommunicate you. You just need to watch this movie. <laughs>
2: Meanwhile, all the t- all the ten out of uh, ten stars were like, "Oh my god, a hilarious and thought-provoking message! Awesome family movie." Yeah, sure. <laughs> Best clean movie in f- ten years. <laughs> Get out of here, cleanest movie. Ten clean. The spot on. Best clean family movie in ten years. A comedy with heart. It's got heart, folks. All right, let's check out some
0: gaming news. Borderlands 3 is now free on Epic, part of their mega sale that's ongoing. Unlimited 25% off coupons, bunch of 3 games, bunch of shit if you want to check out what Epic has to offer. Now it's probably the best time to do so. You can pick yourself up Borderlands 3 if you haven't already. It's it's a pretty good game. Not quite as good as Borderlands 2, IMO, but not bad. Uh, Kerbal Space Program 2 has been delayed to 2023. This is the fourth delay of the uh, 2014 smash hit. Um, the game about developing a ha- haphazardly dangerous space program and using it to fire little green weirdos into the cold void of space has been delayed yet again. Long-awaited sequel was most recently expected to be out in the second half of this year, but is now scheduled to launch sometime early next year. Quote, we are building a game of tremendous technological complexity and are taking this additional time to ensure we hit the quality level of polish it deserves, creative director Nate Simpson said. We uh, We will remain focused... On making sure Kerbal Space Program 2 performs well on a variety of hardware, has amazing graphics, and is rich with content. We've built a spectacular team at Intercept Games, a team that includes, as previously mentioned, key members from the development team behind the original Kerbal Space Program. We have a perfect combination of experienced, passionate, and skilled developers to fully realize this game's ambitious potential. I've got a, I've got a, I've got a suggestion for the video game industry don't announce a release date until your game has gone gold. <laughs> <laughs> How about we just do that? That way no one can be upset mm-hmm. about delays. Like, I know, I know this is just my memories of not being plugged into the scene as a kid. Cause you know, what happened videos date back to the nineties, but like, it seems like back in the day, there wasn't so much communication about when games were coming out. They just kind of like came out when they were ready. Like, have the game be basically done like a movie? What a novel concept, right? Have the game basically <laughs> be done, and then announce that it's coming out, and you know, give it six months for marketing. Maybe try that technique and see how it turns out. See how the fan backlash improves. It, this
1: one is all just a cover, but because given how intricate original Kerbal Space Program is, and how like much of an actual training program it was for people to learn orbital mechanics. I'm pretty sure they're just actually doing doing a space mission I'm going under to... the guise of developing a new game. So it's like the... Ender's Game. Sorry, the... spoilers for Ender's Game.
0: Here's the thing about the Kerbal Space Program is it seems very intricate and like actually knowing rocket science might help, but the thing is if you're skilled enough at the mechanics of flight, you can put any fucking rocket together and land it on the moon. I mean, I, I that
1: still, I think that still counts as, as teaching you about the about flight and science <laughs> and flying rockets. Oh this one's goodness. gonna be even crazier, dog.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm sure it'll be an excellent game when it comes out, and I have no Kerbal problem with them space program. delaying, <laughs> yeah, the recruiting you into their cosmonaut space program. You're joining
1: a server, and it's li- like the wait time is literally them just like building the rover in the background at Cape Canaveral.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Connecting you to, to a lobby.
0: Elon Musk puts his Twitter deal on temporary hold because of bots, he claims. He wants some more data. The robots are making data. One of the year's biggest tech stories so far has come from when Twitter entered into a definitive agreement to be inqui- acquired by an entity. Entity wholly owned by Elon Musk for a deal that may end up being what, forty-four billion, which seems—I guess that doesn't seem that low. That's a lot of money for for something, I guess. But that seems below its market cap. Uh, yeah. I
2: don't know. Um. Well, it's what was it? I'm trying to remember what it was before. I mean, everybody's saying that their high was like seventy-three and that 54 was kind of lowballing it but i don't know twitter doesn't make a lot of money twitter doesn't make like that much money at all well you see but that's what it's kind of like raising eyes about why he's even buying it in the first place is that it just doesn't make money well twitter's
0: the kind of co- none of these huge companies technically make money their their product is their stock and they make as much money as their stock is worth like these tech companies are are crazy. I I highly recommend it. it's pretty educational and like how the tech sector works. The show Silicon Valley, um, it's a comedy by Mike Judge, but it's a comedy by Mike Judge. So you know like the shit in it is well researched. Um, mm-hmm. and it's you know basically a lot of these companies don't actually make any profit. They just you know have high market valuations. And their stock is oh, think, their product.
2: Well, I think Facebook makes a decent amount of money. Um, but that's because I think they're more, um, like, advertised. Like, Twitter, you know, Twitter has a decent amount of ads. It doesn't have as many ads as you'd think. And there's not a whole lot of avenues for ads to take place on, on Twitter. Like, Facebook has their marketplace. Facebook has the video section. It has... Um, uh, Uh, just the normal banner ads that you get it has um it has games that you can do microtransactions on it like you remember those facebook games like the farm simulator thing you can pay you can pay facebook money to get away on that and then there's also um like i know it's come up for our podcast like we can pay to have things boosted and you know sent out there a little bit more so there's a lot more avenues that you can pay for shit through facebook which I think they get a little bit more of their. They actually have like a product. Yeah.
0: And and like their. Twitter doesn't Oculus have a all that product.
2: Yeah. Again, it's a And, and, they're and then they built up. Twitter definitely is one where it's like their revenue mainly probably comes from ads, but there's not a lot of avenues for ads. It's like they come up when people post videos, but it's not a primarily video posting thing. And there's, you know, ads that they post that look like tweets or whatever, but. You know, other than that, that's about that's about it. And t- nobody uses Twitter Blue. I can't imagine Twitter Blue is popping off like you know crazy. Um, How many Twitter Blues do you see on there? I don't know. Um, so the
0: gist of of the hold up is that Twitter says that spam slash bot accounts make up less than five percent of users on the platform, and Musk wants to uh, independently verify that somehow. Yeah. Um,
2: he wasn't happy with their sample size too, as well. He said their sample size was like a hundred, but that's you know, coming from Musk, who's constantly digging at Twitter. Yeah, um, i i don't I don't know that
0: Elon Musk actually wants to buy Twitter. I think he just wanted to like announce he was buying Twitter to stir up controversy around his name. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. I could totally see him using this as an excuse to back out of the deal.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hundred percent. But you know, he's signed some paperwork, and the latest stuff out of the Twitter CEO is that no, we we're gonna hold him to it. Like he's gone a little bit too far into the deal to back out over frivolous stuff like this. Yeah. So should um, he pull out? Cause they, there is
0: a cancellation fee of one billion. Um which would make this the
2: most expensive shitpost in the history of the world. <laughs> yeah, it's like... I, I think the concerning thing is more the fact that what this did to, like, stocks around uh, on both, like, Tesla and um, Twitter's side, stock price plummeted, like, 13% on Twitter's side and another 20% on Tesla's side. Because there were some... There were some fears, I guess, amongst some that if Tesla's price dropped enough, because the way he got the money in the first place was that he took a loan against his stock in Tesla, which three quarters of his net worth is made up in Tesla stock. And that's a fuck ton of money. And he took a loan out against it. And they said if it dropped like another ridiculous amount, like 60%, 60 to 70%, he would have to pay that loan in full, which was like, oh, shit. So there were some – I think there were some Redditors out there that were like, hey, if we really want to shove it to Elon, we should short the shit out of Tesla stock and drive it to the ground uh, to see if we can, like, fuck him over really bad. But there was enough support behind it because most of those – Wall Street bets bros are yeah. Elon Musk fanboys, anyways, that, so they're not going to want to do that. And like the
0: the stock price to buy into Tesla is pretty high, so it's not something that mm-hmm. like
2: people would be able to do casually. It was. It would have been a big gamble to try to short it for sure. You would need to like, it, yeah. It, it would have been. It would have been a monumental task, and the drop was probably just from general, you know buzz about elon musk and also just general i think the whole stock market was which is yeah it's kind of interesting that normally
0: when an acquisition is announced the stock price of the company being purchased goes up the stock price of the purchasing yeah. company might go down but um, i guess a lot of it depends on on the terms of the deal i know when the company i used to work for coherent got bought by two six Part of the deal was um, the shareholders of Coherent would get um, like a, a dividend paid out to them for each stock they had. Um, and in addition to helping, I think, I don't remember exactly what the conversion rate was, but there was some conversion rate. So, like, if you had x number of shares you'd have x times y and it was less than one x times y uh shares in the in the in two, six when the transaction closed and you'd get paid like 160 i think it was per share um so a lot of times when that happens people will try to buy up shares of the company being acquired to get that payout um I don't know mm-hmm. if that there was any language like that in the in the Twitter deal. Probably not yeah, because not sure. I don't. I think he's buying it through a, a privately held entity. Um, hmm. So there probably wasn't any of that. Speaking of trading, I know this is what you come for. This is crypto studs. Um, El Salvador, <laughs> you may remember, adopted Bitcoin as legal tender in September, and uh Awkward.
2: Now it's in danger of defaulting on its national debt. Oh my fucking god. He uh, shut uh, it down, Acoin.
0: The country of El Salvador, <laughs> which adopted Bitcoin as legal tender late last year, is in serious danger of defaulting on its Bullying debt century. due to international financiers within the next several years due to the ongoing collapse of the cryptocurrency market. As reported by El Pais and Bloomberg, El Salvador's president, Nayib uh, Bukele, is a noted enthusiast of cryptocurrencies, having been scheduled to appear at the Miami Bitcoin conference last month before he abruptly canceled because his country's money was on fire. The country entered a state (laughs) of emergency at the end of March over gang violence in Bukele's Presidency has been accused of authoritarian overreach, with the man himself even threatening to withhold meals from inmates in the country's prison in retaliation for the violence.
2: That'll show him. So, it, just for reference, it got it did drop down to about twenty eight thousand. It stabilized. Uh, I don't even know if it stabilized, but it shot back up to thirty thousand. Uh, this is all from like couple months ago being at a high of 47,000 and from earlier this year, well, not this year but back in 2021 at a whopping 66,000. So it's dropped quite significantly from back in November where this would have been pretty lucrative. So, but
0: yeah, um he no no no. He's doubling down. He bought 500 Bitcoin on May 9th. It was worth about 15.5 million at the time now it's down to 14.1 um, the same day he announced his plans for a Bitcoin city to be built in the shadow of a volcano uh,
2: in the shadow
0: with pictures of, of him God. admiring the gold painted scale models um, uh, so he's he's got he's got some he's know. got some wild ideas. Oh, wait, that's just his I, Twitter. You know,
1: I, I should probably just go on a, a journey of, of like, I don't know, self-discovery just to find uh, a Bitcoin project that doesn't sound like a mad scientist scheme. Because I know they're posting the wild shit out there just to, like, you know, because uh, the crazy shit, it gets clicks. I have to assume that there's a Bitcoin thing that's, like, funding something that isn't like Bitcoin Island featuring Golden Idols. You know?
2: You well, need a solid a solid adventure like new stable NFTs that cannot decrease in value because each digital ape is collateralized with a real physical ape. Mm-hmm. That's uh, going back to the physical ape thing. I did look that up on Twitter. Oh, no, that, I hope apes. there's just for every nft ape I hope there's a real actual physical ape behind it that is <laughs> kept we somewhere gotta back it on the gold ape standard <laughs> <laughs> on the ape standard oh
1: you know you, what you if just... you
2: want to save like if you want to save ecosystems and save like habitats that's how you do it make an nft out of them and like collateralize it with an actual animal. That's running around, and when it dies, your NFT dies. <laughs> yeah. um, Zero, bottoms out. That's a real money maker. That's the risk takers there. But how do you we make money? On you don't understand, of, bro. <laughs> yeah, you, you reminded me of the
1: oldest. You don't have the Sigma grind set. Sigma grind set. The oldest cryptocurrency. <laughs> the oldest <laughs> NFT in the world. Um, the 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 yappies, the yapeze stone yippies the yap island stones the where they would make giant <laughs> giant <racist>. fucking stone <laughs> big ass fucking stone discs like taller than you you couldn't move them um but they used them as currency <laughs> <laughs> that was their money was these eight foot tall uh two you know one and a half tons stone discs so you know they made a little ledger to track all the transactions you know they kept them on a on a record. The original some would blockchain. call it a chain. <laughs> <laughs> These were the original <laughs> NFTs, and they were just as practical then as they are now.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, we can always count on Peter to pull up some random historical anecdote that is just spot on. I just on. sit in the pocket all day.
1: <laughs> is it? I've got it. I just, like... I roll up a fucking, I roll up a, you know, page of the Encyclopedia Britannica (laughs) into a cone shape. And I just, I just sit on it. (laughs) And I just.
0: (laughs) Pull it out. It's a knowledge enema. Um, This made PC Gamer. um, And it, it prompted investigation on my own. So apparently, Konami has unbanned Change of Heart. A card that has been banned for 17 years. Um, pretty much since the ban list was a thing, which was created essentially to keep people from playing Chaos Emperor Dragon Envoy at the end before its errata, which made it suck. But it was really good when it first came out. Um, but I went and did some digging, and there there's a lot of interesting stuff coming off the ban list um, over here in Yu-Gi-Oh! land. So I wanted, I wanted to highlight a couple of them that just kind of fucking blew my mind here. So obviously we talked about change of heart, uh, coming up to one also unbanned was, um, time seal, which was a card that has been banned almost as long as change of heart. It's a trap card that, um, causes your opponent to skip the next draw phase. And it was a big component in a deck called Goat Control, which uh, was a format that was so nostalgically loved by people that there are still tournaments played for Goat format um, to this day. <laughs> and uh, it sounds wild. It's a pretty strong card, um, but I guess the fact that it is a normal trap has made it very slow in today's game, and they're not expecting... A lot of people to play it. Change of heart, on the other other hand, is just like it's not better snatch steal because you can't abuse it the same way you can abuse snatch steal with something like uh, Bryonic dragon of the ice barrier, where you just bounce the snatch steal back to your hand and machine gun steal all your opponent's cards. But it's still right. very strong. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine a meta where change of heart is not. Str- Actually, you know what? That's a lie. I can because pretty much every boss monster in Yu-Gi-Oh today, I guess, can't be targeted by card effects. So,
1: yeah, um, it doesn't matter if it you know if it can um, FTK all by its beats them. Doesn't matter. Is it, but it's got to be able to be immune to everything and also pop the board if you look at it the wrong way.
0: Yeah. Um also new new changes from cards that have kind of been in the same area for a while. Um Fire Formation Tanky is now at two. It was previously at one. Uh Wall of Revealing Light was limited, I guess. Now that's at two. And uh Trishula, Dragon of the Ice Barrier, uh went from one to three. Oh yeah, uh, Trishula is one of the strongest synchro monsters ever. It was banned for a long time, and then they put it at one, and it was it was good, but not as oppressive as it used to be. And I guess now it's been power crept out. Although there is a evolution of Trishula that has a more absurd effect entire attack, and floats into the original Trishula. <laughs> so I guess, of course, I guess they 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 brought it. Up to three so you could can reasonably play all three of the copies of the new one in your extra deck (laughs) and then have a valid target. Okay. Okay. So that's that's some crazy stuff to blow the mind of of someone who pretty much stopped playing Yu-Gi-Oh! in twenty (laughs) fourteen. That these cards are are now considered weak enough to see play. Uh, so speaking of, it's actually kind of apropos that we were talking of uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, as that is a game that <laughs> ostensibly is tangentially related to ancient Egypt.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, you Yami Yugi is. <laughs> it's just it's, it's just the, Moon Knight.
2: It's the Pharaohs game. I yeah I I'm surprised we didn't see any Yu-Gi-Oh getting played. Um by Moon Knight. I I mean he fights
1: he fights in an episode of the anime, right? He gets giant soldier of stone to stab the moon.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I um, remember that.
0: Yeah, like that's how it works, right? I believe I believe that's how that works.
2: All of my knowledge of Yu-Gi-Oh! is based off of that, so I'm assuming that's how everything works. Um and you you know at least one card of the game.
1: Because that did become a card.
0: What which one? I'm
2: trying to think of what the other Attack dumb the shit was. Oh, right, yes. Um, <laughs> time time spiral and uh, the baby dragon, baby dragon, the time wizard,
0: time, time wizard,
2: sp- time. Oh, time, spiral. time spiral, set magic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I fucked up, I fucked up. Okay, time wizard, sorry, I forgot. Time I have to wizard. Put on my baby, my baby the brain. Worst for, to name off these Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> You never want to be in a situation wizard. where you have to lean on Time Wizard.
0: Yeah,
1: you're in a bad spot. It's probably because you're Joey and you just decided that playing Swordsman of Landstar was a good idea.
0: <laughs> and that running the actual fusion materials in your deck to make the Flame Swordsman is worth going minus two for
2: I do like watching the breakdown videos of the anime to see how fucking bad they are. Like, how, how just they butcher their rules. Mm-hmm. I remember
1: there was one episode of, it was like in 5Ds or some shit. They don't do it that often, but they did it in one. Where, um, you know, because you want your duels to be interesting. So they'll they'll make the duels look interesting. But, like, there was one duel where they had the guy just brick on his opening hand. <laughs> Just some, like, anime duly He's like, oh, shit, I can't, like, play any of this.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my
0: God. It was the most relatable episode die. of Yu-Gi-Oh! I've ever seen. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> All the times I've bricked in tournament. <laughs> yeah.
1: For Jake, just for context, um, imagine every deck in Magic was combo, and you couldn't mulligan. And then you draw gotcha. no lander.
2: <laughs> this is my favorite, um... um this is my favorite bit from uh, the anime. I think this is a real dude. No, this is an anime. I love. I. I'm. It's. It is a uh, Yu-Gi-Oh duelist gone crazy. For those at home, not listening, and and he is in a in a exciting duel, and they both are not. The people you would expect to be playing Yu Gi Oh! No, these
0: are the people oh, these are, yes. I expect to be playing Yu Gi Oh! This
2: Yu-Gi-Oh. is exactly who plays Yu Gi Oh! Maybe, maybe as someone who's,
0: okay. who's actually been to large Yu Gi Oh! tournaments,
2: it's actually this a pretty diverse crowd. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not there yet, I, if you want to skip to I think like a minute in, a minute 20 or something, minute 18 is when he does the thing. In his chain. It's from Fiendish Chain. <laughs> <laughs> he did that thing from the anime. Ah! did that thing from
0: I I think I played against this guy, not this guy specifically, but you know,
2: this guy. This guy. I still, I still do this in Magic. I go ah, (laughs) like you're actually. Somebody who's like that. Did did you see
0: that post? I don't remember if it was on the Commander subreddit or not. I know you're not up to that one, Peter, but it was like this shit post about this. Imaginary guy in their group that thinks he's in Cape Knights and keeps like oh. <laughs> talking to the imaginary camera. <laughs> it's it's pure coffee pasta. Right. It was great.
1: I got I got to take a look at it sometime.
0: Anyway, Moon Knight, <laughs>
1: Moon Knight,
0: Moon Knight, plus baby nice.
1: pluses Moon Knight. So it's we
0: dissociated plus. from talking about Moon Knight to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! some more. Um, I. I think this is a a this show, is the textbook definition of fine. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Um, yeah. This was a it was it was just sort of six six hours in the middle of my life, um, which is which is kind of sad because like I don't know I've heard uh, there is a lot of hype or at least a lot of, um, of shit-posting behind Moon Knight, because the premise leads to some, uh, I I would assume, some pretty hilarious scenarios. Yeah, Moon Knight's I, a I, pretty... People have taken them out of context. Interesting
0: for sure. character, for sure. Um, they kind of did the same thing they did with the movie American Psycho versus the novel, where um, in the comics, whether or not... Moon Knight is actually the Avanar, avatar of Khonshu is kind of like up for debate. Um, you're kind of like, is this guy just fucking crazy? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But in this show, no. It's it's very much a real thing. Uh, and it gives him real superpowers. Um, my biggest gripe with this show is that they took a street-level hero and kind of put him in a, a grander adventure than kind of is appropriate for that guy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I guess that goes hand, kinda hand in hand with the, with the changing the the un-am, the disambiguation of the nature of his his superhero dumb.
0: Yeah. And he doesn't use like any tech or stuff. He just like straight up has superpowers. Like Moon Knight is basically Marvel Batman. Uh Mm -hmm. violent marvel batman (laughs) yeah um and uh and the show he's just he's just got superpowers and uh you know it, it works for the format of the show i guess the show feels like a weird cross between tomb raider uh the brandon fraser mummy movies and indiana jones and the last crusade yeah
1: it is marvel's take on an adventure movie um, and you know, if you just do an adventure movie by the book, it comes out pretty okay.
2: Yeah.
0: And the show was, was yeah. fine. Like the acting was pretty good. I felt, uh, you had a lot of like good actors in the, in the lead roles. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was actually very impressed with, um, may, I don't even know how you would pronounce Callum way. Kalama Is that the or...
2: um, the the love yeah, interest, the the, the girl the who wife played or
0: Layla? I thought she was pretty yeah, good. Okay. i have
2: never seen her or anything before. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely, definitely good, good character, good, well written. Um, I I thought this was was pretty good. I I like to compare him to the other um, like Disney Plus shows that we've we've gotten so far. Um, I think it's the best act- acting we've gotten so far. Um, nice to see Oscar Isaac kind of like get almost like a character piece and kind of run wild with it. Uh, which I think he does really well and seeing him transition between the, the, the two, characters. two to three characters. He's the only one that in, he has. in the
1: Disney roster. I bet it's cause he's the only one who can do both an American and a British accent.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Could be, but yeah, I I'm, I'm happy they gave him this role. Um, cause he's definitely, uh, well suited for yeah, this is his it. second um,
0: turn as an egyptian super being
2: <laughs> i think i still like hawkeye better than this one though um i i did kind of put this up there like better than wandavision uh just because i think the cinematography and the director did a really good job at just doing some weird uh unique stuff with it uh there were some really good mirror shots and reflection shots to try to make it kind of artsy in the beginning and i think once they got into the weeds they kind of let that go by the wayside which kind of sucked uh because there were like in the first couple episodes there were some really cool shots that they did um and then they just kind of stopped doing it (laughs) um and just the only thing they kept doing was like the flash to like different um personality uh Mm-hmm. but the concepts that it drew on with the DID and how how that can like affect the afterlife and yeah. um, I, I think it jumped the shark a little bit towards the end it I think sense. it would have been yeah. fine if it just left it with like the afterlife and that's how the scale at which they went but having it literally two gods that are fighting over the pyramids it it went for a nice it cool shot but I think it took away from you know, it wasn't not, appropriate. The person for the who was supposed. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I guess that's, I guess that's
2: spoilers.
1: But oh well. I yeah. mean, there's nothing in here that's really, uh, that's gonna spoil it for you. There's nothing like, there's nothing in this season where it says, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen. There's no the like only mystery they have is like in the yeah. big, the first episode, which they resolve like nigh instantaneously pretty
0: quickly Um, wrap it up yeah um yeah and like the the big reveal i guess if you want to call it that isn't it's a post-credit scene which really should have been you know part of the show
2: (laughs) Uh, oh yeah and and this is what i was saying last week with the fucking have the stinger have like the mid-credit scene or whatever be a part of the movie. I'm kind of over the wait for the mid credits to be over. And then now we can finish the fucking movie. Um, And and I'm like, we, we don't need that. It's like, and especially with Moon Knight, Moon Knight ended in a very weird spot, which I was like, if I were to walk away here, I wouldn't have liked that ending. But then they gave the post credits and I'm like, Oh my God, holy shit. This but more wanted more of that, um, especially because there was a lot of like theory videos that saying they wanted more of that character, and we never really got a whole lot of that. There was a couple blips that we saw. Um, right. So uh, I don't. Know, I think we've all given our our piece on it. I think we can jump into spoilers. Yeah.
1: I would like to say one thing before we before we talk about it fully. Just and that's kind of taking an opportunity while we're talking about stingers, just to kind of look back. And and retrospect on Stingers a little bit, just because uh, it made me, you made me think of it. Like I think we're getting to a point where you're either one, like in this case, detracting from the content itself by moving it, putting some credits in the way of uh, the conclusion, or it's like entirely, almost entirely superfluous. Yeah, and just is there to be there the the kind of if you want to call it the the magic or the the key to making uh, to why they worked so well in the beginning in the, you know, phase one, if you want to call it that was because it was essentially like a 10 minute prequel movie, which was its own story split up and stretched across like six different movies. Um, Mm -hmm. And it had a through line through all of them. And that was, that was, I think that was a big driver was, let me see the next part in this—the this secret Easter egg plot that's unveiling. Yeah, and the threads will eventually come together. In, I, I, I they're think, all. Going I think in the other the same direction, and then afterwards they're just kind of like, whatever. Yeah, and
0: even in the phase two, like I, it's it's just the whole it's the MCU problem in in general. Now that you've wrapped up the Infinity Saga, like who cares <laughs> is, is, is an issue that they have to deal yeah. with. Cause yeah, to your point, a lot of the phase one and phase two mid credits, post credit scenes were, you know, chronicling, uh, putting together the Avengers, introducing Thanos, setting up him, getting the gauntlet and then leading into infinity war.
2: Yeah. A lot of them, a lot of them did not have anything to do with the movie. Like, when we first got introduced to Thanos, like we we didn't even know who Thanos was. So we're just like, who the fuck is this guy? And it didn't really have like that much emphasis on the movie itself. Um, Whereas you take, you start putting plot points with which now is becoming a trend with Moon Knight and Dr. Strange. And you can probably even go back further and see other ones that probably could have just been left in the movie. And it's like, Mm -hmm. now you're trying to, you're starting to, Make these movies kind of end weird. I think and it's a lot of force it. Is me for the they conclusion. don't
0: have like ideas for Stingers anymore. So they're just, they just yeah. take a scene that they would have otherwise had in the movie and move it mm-hmm. to the middle of the credits.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And which, yeah. <laughs> so.
1: The thing is, you know, they have a perfect opportunity. If they're making Kang the villain of this phase. If they are going to do that, he should be showing up everywhere. Yeah, that's that's my opinion. He has the ability be... to show
2: up everywhere. Yeah. It, and you know, and I and maybe they're just like really slow on this. If this is like the if we're in the Iron Man, Captain America stages of the next phase of Marvel, like those didn't have they didn't have the scope of where they wanted to go. But you know they they do need to be doing something and and I don't think I think maybe the reason why we haven't seen that is because I don't know if Kang is going to be the big bad that we're going to we're going to see in the next Infinity War level of type of movie. Uh, I don't I don't think it's going to be Kang, um, but I could be I could be a hundred percent wrong.
0: I, I, but like yeah, to that point. Shouldn't we at least like have a a fairly clear idea at this point
2: of who's going to be the villain in the next Avengers movie? Well, I try to think of it. So like we had we had what? Iron Man, Captain America, Thor or like the the front three movies Hulk, behind. Yeah, too. Uh and Hulk, I guess, yeah. Um but like Hulk wasn't I guess it had a it had Thunderbolt at yeah. Uh, look at the movies uh in, in, in line in the in the first phase
1: it was it was it wasn't a villain that they were gonna come around it was it was the Avengers so that was yeah. like a protagonist group then phase two and three was the antagonist of Thanos and we don't really have either right now yeah
2: yeah. We don't have like, yeah, I guess, I guess the beginning events trying his fucking <laughs> And
0: Apparently, oh, we forgot to talk about She-Hulk and Trey Watch. Oh, oh yeah. Apparently Wong's going to be in fucking She-Hulk. So he just, he's just did everything. Yeah. And like, I liked Wong and Dr. Strange one. I thought he was like a part of the movie that I, I, at the time I was glad he was getting some more run,
2: but at this point he's being overexposed. So I think, I think the Wong aspect is I think he's going to tie into the Thunderbolts uh, because he was working with um, uh, Abomination in Shang-Chi, um, which that ties into She-Hulk, which we saw that um, cell. It's the same cell that Abomination was saying in She-Hulk. Uh, in so, and, and the, I, I guess the only through line we have right now is kind of like the Thunderbolts. We have, uh, or the Dark Avengers, where, where we have um, the, the, the roided up jock, the new Captain America, I guess, from, uh, or who would be Patriot, or something like that. Um, we have that from the Captain America, no, Falcon and Winter Soldier show. Mm-hmm. We have... Yelena from the Black Widow movie. We have Abomination now, kind of from Shang Chi, maybe She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um and there's gonna be more. And we, we know like the the new agent Fury is um Elaine Bennis. Oh gosh, I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, Elaine. It, so she's gonna be like the the you know cap uh, the Fury, the Nick Fury of that group. Where she's organizing these soldiers in for the next Dark Avengers, the big get together. But I don't know how that's going to tie into like the new Avengers.
0: I mean, I guess the the fairly so obvious. So maybe play there's is that. that they fight each other. Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, and that's stretching. But then now we're also getting this big overarching, you know, Doctor Strange incursion event that we're going to see, which is going to eventually maybe lead to secret wars. And is that maybe the infinity war that we're going to see? That's the first infinity stone that we see is the fact that we're leading towards. (laughs) Yeah. The third eye opening, which I was talking about that the other day to one of my coworkers. And I'm like, they're probably just going to brush that shit off. in like the next movie, because it's going to be like, all right, too much dark old, you know, they wave a spell and get rid of the dark (laughs) old. On uh, Doctor Strange, which is going to be great. That's going to diminish the impact of what happened to, you know, Doctor Strange at the end of that and movie. And the
1: fucking kicker of all of this is that with all of this, they don't know. There's not a clear vision of where they're going with with this phase. Um, there's a lot of ideas, a lot of threads, and none of them are related to Moon Knight. Like that's yeah. that's wild too. That they're just going to do Moon Knight as its own thing.
2: Yeah, and I'm, you know what? This is why I liked Hawkeye, though, is that Hawkeye stood kind of by itself, which I like. So there's two different kind of Marvel shows. We got WandaVision that actually had M- impact on the MCU in the grand scheme of things where you kind of, it helped to know WandaVision going into Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. But it, you don't have to watch Hawkeye or... Moon Knight to go into the next movies that are coming out, um, unless you know if they reference them, then they'll reference them, and you can go back and watch them. But I don't think the events of this movie is going to have any impact on on another movie, which is what I kind of like. It's like if if this just ends now and we just see this self contained story of Moon Knight, then I'll be happy. I think they're probably going to extrapolate yeah, on this, and, and
0: season wouldn't go unwelcomed. Because one of the complaints I have about this show is that not a ton of Moon Knight for a show called Moon Knight.
2: <laughs> the, you know, um, and I I understand it was like an artistic direction in some of the early episodes, but my biggest gripe with this was the fact that like the first episode, he blacks out and turns into Moon Knight and does all the cool shit. We don't see yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> or even Mark Spector. Like we don't get to see all the cool shit. And I'm like, it was cool for the first couple times it happened, but they kept on doing it, and I was like, man, if I mean we're a little bit into spoilers, so spoiler alert. There was a couple times where we saw um, him black out, and it wasn't uh, Steven Grant or Mark Spector as Moon Knight, but it was um, uh, it was Trimbley. Jake. Uh, Loc- or Lockley? Lockley or Tremble, I don't remember. Yeah, I think there's Jake Lockley, who is his third alter ego, uh, who is like this savage killer, and he's the one that probably like maybe killed Layla's dad or something like that. Oh, Jake um, Tremblay's
0: an actor. That's why
2: that or, name is in my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so we got Jake Lockley, who I guess the, the big twist at the end was he was the actual... Uh, one that Kanu made the deal with, and it, it, he—that's what he wants Moon Knight as, and not the Mark Spector. Yeah. Uh, like he—he he likes Mark Spector because he's got Jake, who's like the beast that he can yeah. release. Like if you, uh, when needed.
0: If you told me, hey Kurt, write a Moon Knight show. I don't know that I would have gone with Stephen Grant as like the base personality, at least as it's introduced to the audience. But I think it worked well enough for the show because he's more of the everyman. Um, yeah. So I, I felt that was a, a a fine enough introduction to it. Um, yeah, I don't really have too many, like, huge problems with the show. Not not enough Moon Knight for my taste. Um, mm-hmm. and the, the plot does kind of, like, jump the shark a little towards the end there. Uh with him, like I don't, literally I coming back midnight, from the dead. I don't
1: think Egyptian Kaiju battles,
2: yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the um that was the weird uh kind of aspects to it where it you know I'll take going into the afterlife and you know having this avatar battle, but like I feel like uh, don't have the Egyptian gods do battle, like that was. My least favorite or part about this, and I know they put to, a lot of
0: like Opalus, the tormentor, like the sky and yes. Those are the only Egyptian gods I want to see fighting. Yeah,
2: but I mean, it would have worked just as well if they had the um, Avatars fight, you know, Moon Knight. <laughs> well, no, if they had just Moon Knight fight, um, like if this if this guy is supposed to be an, an Avatar of Ahmet, give him a cool fucking suit exactly. or something like that. And then have him have him go in as the avatar and then you know, pin him down and do your little fucking Lord. ritual thing and capture the avatar there. You know what? That's what it seemed like they were going towards. And then all of a sudden there's a giant crocodile snake lady yeah. who's if it's, you know, going it after makes people. you wonder.
1: Like if only Marvel had done a series of, of street le- about street level heroes at some point in the past.
2: You know, if no, they had they, a
1: history of doing that kind of Pete, level, of that would
2: never, that would never Where work. Where would, you put out. would those never shows be successful. Like Netflix.
0: Yeah. Come on, Peter. Think.
2: Yeah, would you put like a gritty tone on them and then have them do like an Avengers style meetup in one season? Market. No, it's not gonna. Yeah, shot in this. Why doesn't Nightmare show up and
1: nurse him back to hell?
0: You know, she was rather Rosara Dawson rather conspicuous
2: by her absence. <laughs> She should be there. <laughs> yeah, instead of so. instead of uh, Rosario Dawson nursing him back to health, it was a giant How hippo. How mad
0: thing. would I have been if... Instead of Layla's character Rosario Dawson just showed up.
1: <laughs> I think I <laughs> might have God stopped she's... watching at
0: that point. <laughs> Thank God
1: she's too busy with Ahsoka. Yeah, they, they shifted her. Should have been one of the orderlies in the in the mental hospital. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, that mental hospital angle ripped straight from the darkness too, like <laughs> yeah. almost verbatim. I couldn't fucking
2: believe it. I couldn't believe what I was seeing
1: the great yeah i works no the great, works know the great works. I
2: I thought that there were some there were some choices they made with this that really i think hit well and it was like a neat little mind fuck mind bend especially in the psychological uh, department of it all um i i liked the aspects of like you, when it really kept you guessing uh whether like certain things were real or not um even though you kind of could take an educated guess on which ones were and we're I not. feel there was a ton of um,
0: ambiguity on that front. I think they could have done a little bit better job of muddying the waters,
2: like the mental hospital aspect of it. Like that was all like that. That was like so obviously between,
0: not like what was going well, on though.
2: when he was. But when he would like wake up in front of um, uh, the doctor, and then he was like meeting with him, and the way they cut it. Making it seem like he had these appointments with the doctor and would dissociate out back into the mental hospital and then come back into the office, um, was kind of like I I knew that might not have been real, but it was good to have that element in there where it could, you know, skew people's ideas of what's real and not. I'm sure it got a a couple of people, (laughs) As as a couple, as the as like a character. Uh, builder i think that was also good because it kept it, it, it more importantly it kept mark specter and Stephen grant guessing on what's real and what's not and having to break the spell and kind of break out of this uh mental prison per se Break out! but yeah i it, it was average it was it was okay i think it was it was i good don't know for if what I'd... it was
0: i don't know that Again, it's it's what I necessarily envisioned from a Moon Knight show. That's not to say that it's a bad show. I feel that it's it's fairly well executed and uh the premise That's
2: the other thing. I came in with no expectations. Yeah. I mean I had a general like I did not know expectation
0: what expect. of like based on what I've I've read of Moon Knight, which isn't a lot. But I had, you know, some small expectations. Okay, he's gonna it's gonna be like He's a street-level dude, and he's doing he's doing Moon Knight things, and, you know, they're going to really play up. Is he insane, or is this, you know, actually a real thing? Um, but they didn't really, like, hype up the, uh, you know, is this really happening aspect. They kind of, like, hammered home. Yes, Kanchu is real. <laughs> he is really an avatar of Conchu. Mm-hmm. um, Which, you know, like, again, the MCU is free to make its own interpretation on the character. Um, They bear the brunt if it's worse than the source material for not choosing to follow the source material. But in this case, I don't Mm -hmm. think it is worse. It's just different. And I think a lot of people are going to be upset that it's different. But I think if you take the show at face value, it's, it's a fine little romp for like five and a half hours or however long the, the runtime of the episodes stitched together is. It's basically like a national treasure, Brandon Fraser mummy type adventure movie, um, which is fine by me. I think we need more of those in the world.
1: Preferably with Brandon Frazier. Yes.
0: Bring him back. Yes. You can lose he needs the weight. To
1: be in a when cameo in the second season, please.
0: Why can't we get Brandon Fraser in the MCU? Why hasn't Brandon Fraser been in the MCU?
1: Why hasn't he's uh
2: he's too busy with DC, right? We need to see thing. the next, uh,
1: the ne- the the second and maybe third seasons of Doom Patrol. Were were made? Do
0: we they haven't come out? Have they come out? Watch
1: those. Uh, Doom Patrol season two. I let's should see. I
0: should like rewatch the first season of Doom. I don't know that I finished the first season of Doom Patrol.
1: It's going to be interesting now that, like, the DC universe is no longer a thing, so all of Alan Tudyk's, like, meta lines yeah. <laughs> almost don't make sense. Um, yeah, season what two. You, season more Ezra out. Miller? Cool. It was That was last year, two years ago.
2: Jesus.
0: Oh, yeah, season three's out, too. Yeah, okay. Have to get some...
2: I blame Ezra Miller in destroying the DC universe. I think... And maybe I a lot of he's of like the Thanos of their of I their think world? Zack Snyder's the Thanos of the DC universe. No, I think Ezra Miller. He's just running around Hawaii harassing people, people and assaulting bars. people. Oh my god! As what a menace! Do. What a fucking menace, dude! He's going, he's going for his weekly like, assault charge. Like, have you seen his video getting arrested by the cops? It's hilarious. I am a I am a non-binary transsexual man. You cannot call me those pronouns. Please refer to me as they them. As he's getting handcuffed, <laughs> that is a federal crime if you misgender me. As, it's like, as what the fuck is going?
1: Take a take a nose wipe.
0: It's it's. Hey, stop! It reminds me of I don't know what YouTube channel it was, but they were showing like highlights of the Democratic Socialist Convention. And it's just fucking oh, yeah.
2: point of privilege. Yeah.
0: damn! Why? Why? Why is society? It's because we've been we've too comfortable. We need we need a fallout esque nuclear apocalypse to re refortify fortify society. A uh, point of
2: personal privilege. Point of, point it's of
0: not, privilege. It's not. It's not being sensitive to those of us who have auditory
2: stimulation issues. If we could please not talk during the. Convention. I get distracted very easily. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, like, we we've been all around it, but like, I don't. There's not a ton to to say about Moon Knight. You just kind of have to experience it. Okay. It's a pretty basic adventure plot. um
2: Yeah. He goes. He gets a thing of a jig. He, he loses the, the thing of jig. There's a MacGuffin. He spins the um, sky. Yeah. There's another. There's two MacGuffins. Don't you get stoned? Yeah, and it's
0: just um, it fucking it's it's fine. It's pre- actually, you know, it's pretty good. Like as an adventure story, it's it's pretty well written, it's pretty well acted. Um I, the characters are are fairly interesting. Um I don't know if your typical Marvel fan is going to love it. But it's it's yeah. it's a fine show. If if you were curious about it, I'd say it's worth a watch. It, it it's a quick watch. It's only six episodes. Not quite. Some of them are only like a little over half an hour. Um, mm-hmm. So just, just watch it. If you're on the fence and you have Disney Plus, just give it a watch. I'll, I'll give it a, a tacit recommendation to watch it. It is a, <laughs> uh, a shaky thumb up. <laughs> it's a Michael J. Fox really, thumbs up. If you want
1: to justify your Disney Plus account,
0: yeah. go watch it. Go for it, or go watch Spider Man the animated series again. Yeah. All right. So that's that's gonna wrap on episode 315 of the Saturn Studs podcast. Um, be sure to check out SaturnStuds.com for links to our YouTube channel, our Twitter page, um, our Iron Blood Gaming Associates also linked in, in some capacity. I think we just linked to their, their Twitter where you can you can find all that stuff out uh, on soundsteads.com.
2: You're smart. You're yeah. smart, cookies. If, if you found you the show,
0: you can find things related to the show. That's how the internet works, I'm told. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'm an old man. Um, and yeah. <laughs> until next time, be well, stay safe, and party like it's 1995. Peace. Bye-bye.